I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist, Marcus. And speaking of moist, we were just having a kind of moist conversation. We were talking about crying during the movies. And uh, Smith here has has recently become a bit of a crybaby during the movies. Not crybaby in a bad way. Come on. I'm Uh just saying. You've been a heavy crier, specifically at one movie. So I was emotionally touched by the Japanese animated film Your Name. Okay, mm. it it spoke to me on a deep level, and I'm sorry that you all have hearts of stone. No, you. Okay, here's the thing. You act like I don't find the movie emotionally moving, which I do. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry. I had I, see, the thing about movies for me. Like I've cried during a couple of movies, and there's there's actually a list of movies where like. I honestly feel like I should have cried, and for all Fossil, intents and purposes, Saul. wait a minute, all intents and oh, the, uh, spiral the book of Saul, of course. Um, <laughs> but like I was gonna cry, my body was ready, but then I just didn't produce tears. Like I was, you know how like, before you start crying, you have that feeling. I always have that feeling, but I couldn't produce tears. So some movie, Your Name was one of those where like I I was my body was ready to cry, but the tears just didn't come out. But I would have cried for sure. Um, but you. It's like three separate times in that movie where you were just in it. Completely. It's a sad film. There it are is. sad things that happen, and I am a man, and I have emotions. I have two ears connected to a heart. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> Seth. And I, I felt things watching this film. The first time I watched it, I have. It's been so long since the movie affected me so deeply. Where I was like, I was like, I was like, what's going to happen next? I have to know. And even watching it the third time, I was just like, I still feel that way. So and I just it's a great the, film. The first movie that ever made me cry also made Marcus cry, which was <laughs> I Am Legend. It was the first movie yeah. where I ever actually shed a tear. Yeah, it's, it was a it was a surprising moment. My my body wasn't ready. <laughs> that, that's when you'll get me to cry if my body's not ready. <laughs> Have any of you ever cried in a theater? Watch this oh, yeah. movie in a theater. Oh, and I Am God. Legend. Okay, I didn't see it in I... theaters. <laughs> Okay, so I went to, I was on a double date with my <laughs> with my girlfriend at the time. This was way back in high school. Yeah. Guess the movie that unexpectedly just got me in the heart. Okay, you're in high school. What mm-hmm. what grade were you in? Do you remember? Uh, I was probably 10th grade. So that'd be like 2005 and 6 is probably when you were in 10th grade. Transformers 2. <laughs> <laughs> a little Close. Transformers One wasn't until two thousand and seven. So oh yeah, you're right. So Transformers One then holes. Mm. No, no. You, you guys we right? did both say Shia LaBeouf films. <laughs> yeah. What was it, He's Marcus? Master. Fucking click. 
Click? <laughs> the Adam Sandler movie? The Adam Sandler movie. Made me goddamn ball like a fucking baby. There was a funniest answer to this, like this and Marcus has found it. <laughs> listen, listen. Spoilers for the movie, but if you got some shit going on with, like, your dad... And it's sad. Ah. I'm gonna fucking cry. Okay, I can't. I can't deal with it. I have no protections in place for that shit. And it was a comedy, so I super wasn't ready for it. So there. Marcus is emotionally devastated by Adam Sandler. I didn't Man. cry in a theater until 2019. Little Women. At that point, the only emotional movies I ever watched were like at home, and that one really had that one had me fucked up. But yeah, that was the first time I'd ever cried in a movie theater. And obviously I haven't been back in a while, so I guess we'll see yeah. what happens again. Although I might have to break, now that I'm vaxxed, I might have to break this streak of not going to theater to go see Spiral the Book of Saw, because <laughs> I gotta know what that shit's about. Just a strange movie top to bottom, my friends. No explanations for it. Really? Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson are both in it. It's called Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yeah. And it's like exactly produced by Chris Rock. Yeah, apparently he like busted into someone's office and <laughs> told them this is my idea for a Saw movie and the word the, the words are like it was so enthralling the way he described it that they had to make it into a movie. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so uh, And so far I've heard that it's okay. Oh, okay. There's an aura of mystique to this movie because it's just like how weird it is and how out of left field. I, it makes no sense. I, yeah. I got to see it because I just want to know. Mm-hmm. What yeah. was it that compelled Chris Rock? What is in the book of Saw? I want to know what's chapter one. Like Samuel Jackson, I understand. There was a paycheck and it probably took him like a week to shoot the movie. See, that's why he's there. Chris Rock, though. I'm more curious about it's his. This movie has a whole damn idea, so like it's, it's gotta be. He's gotta be some have some kind of skin in the game. So yeah, I'm very curious. Oh, well, that's our probably our our light-hearted intro to probably the heaviest topic of last week. I would say, oh, or not just last week, that's continuing, which is the uh, ongoing uh, turmoil in Israel and Palestine. And man. I gotta say, the, the, this is one of those topics where, like, I feel like because of the propaganda that America has in favor of Israel, I've always felt like my whole life I wasn't supposed to have an opinion on this. Like, I, I was like, not that I am supposed, like, not that I am supposed to support Israel, but I'm also, I feel like I'm supposed to be like, oh, that's their issue. I, I'm not qualified to talk about it at all. Which I still don't know if I'm the most qualified person, but I now understand that. You know, we're supposed to have an opinion on this. We're not supposed to just be silent. Because that's kind of the way I felt growing up was, eh, Israel, Palestine, just let them figure it out. We're going to stay over here and do our thing. When in reality, we're funding Israel's uh, military to, to help them take out the Palestinians. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah. real quick, before before yep. we get into this, me, a person who's freshly new to, to politics and shit, mm-hmm. I have no idea what the fuck's going on over there. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to let our history guy let you, get you in on it. All right. So, Palestine is a place in the Middle East. Um, well, it was, anyways. Today, it's 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 still there, but it's Israel now. So, you remember the Holocaust, right? Right. 
After the Holocaust happened, uh, there was this idea of we'd give Jewish people a homeland uh, to, to, to call their own, basically, away from... Because they have... They, it's like the Germany fucked them up because they were, like, not... They didn't consider any part of Germany, basically. And all across the world, anti-Semitism is a problem. Uh, still is today. Uh, a lot of hate for Jewish people out there because they have their own distinct sort of culture in a way that other religions kind of don't uh, assimilate, I guess, which is a big problem for... Uh, I guess, people who hate Jewish people for some reason. So the idea was, we'll give them a place to live. And where do we give it to them? We'll give them the Holy Land, the place they were kicked out of, you know, 1,200 years ago. Well, the only problem is there's folks living there already. They're called the Palestinians. And Palestine was administered by the British government at that point because they had, of course, conquered it in the past and were holding on to it. And so they said, okay, we'll give you Palestine and you can live there in the Holy Land, you know, Israel. And... Well, to do that, that means you got to kick people out of their land. You got to kick them out of their houses. You got to move them into, into other places away from where you live. And the natural response to losing your home is to get pissed because you know you lived there. That was your that was your place. You you built it up for your families for generations to live there. And uh, so the state of things now is that over this over the last fifty or so years, Israel has slowly expanded and kicked the Palestinians into further and further reaches into smaller and smaller areas into what is now a pretty much open air ghetto. Uh, they live in terrible conditions. They're pretty fucking impoverished. They can't vote. They have no political rights whatsoever in Israel. And the things that Israelis say about Palestinians are insane. And they blame it on Hamas. And Hamas is a military organization devoted to fighting the, the Israelis, or anybody really who's trying to take over Palestine and bring it back to the Palestinian people. And they blame it on Hamas, but no one ever talks about the fact that Hamas exists because of Israel and the West kicking them out of their place to live. And it wouldn't it wouldn't be happening, the, the violence would not be happening if we hadn't started it. So that's what is going on, basically. Like, people live there, they were kicked out, and they want their shit back. Mm. Yep. There's been multiple wars, <clears throat> and here we are today. And so you mentioned how people in Israel talk about Palestine, and that was something that came up a lot this week. It was actually a video I'd seen in the past, but it was resurfaced because of the um, conflict. Is There's this lady, you know, this news company that is interviewing just regular people. In Israel, because there was this idea that, oh, most people in Israel, they're probably cool with Palestine. They, it's just the politicians and traditionalists who are against it. So they would just, they interviewed people, you know, range of ages, generally pretty young. I'd say probably 40 and under was the general uh, age of these people. And the shit they would just openly say about Palestinians is insane. She literally goes to one guy. There is no way he is older than me. He is probably like 22, less than that, maybe. And she's like... He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a pretty pretty messed up scenario. She's like, oh, what would you do? He says, oh, I would just carpet bomb them. And then my favorite thing about this interviewer is she pulls the mic back and says, she says, you would carpet bomb them. <laughs> like, she points it like, you're saying that is the thing you would sincerely do. And he was like, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what my solution would be, would just to kill them all. What the and yeah, this you heard talking about Abby Martin of uh, the Empire yes, Files. Yes, Abby Martin, and that was what was funny to me because you know we t we joked about it last week. I was like, oh, what's Gal G Gal Gadot gonna say about this? And she made a statement that was like, oh, my people in Israel, we deserve to be free and live without conflict, and so do our and so do our neighbors. Obviously, she didn't say Palestine, she didn't say anything, she just said our neighbors. And at first, I was like, oh, that's like a really uh, that's like a really dumb way to handle it and all this. And then I, once I heard these other people, I was like, man, Gal Gadot is maybe the most radical person in the entire world. 
Because the fact that she even said peace in her statement, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> My God, they don't say that at all in these interviews. There was one guy who started off very strong saying they need their own country. Okay, all right, buddy, they need their own country. And that way, if they bomb us, we just send one big bomb to them. Yep. I'm like, are you talking about nuking the Palestinians? Yeah. And there's this one girl. I mean, she, she had been like maybe junior college or whatever. She was, her whole argument was like, we conquered them fair and square. Like, why are they so mad about it? Like, she's, she's like, we conquered them. That's fair. They got to deal with it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So if you had been conquered, you'd have the same feelings. Got it. Got it. Okay. Oh, God. And hey, right here, I got a quote. You're talking about putting me out on the street. Here's a quote from a politician in Israel. This is the, uh, the current deputy minister of defense, Rabbi Eli Ben Dahan. I'm like, I'm going to put your names up. Yeah. Which says, Palestinians are beasts. They are not human. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there's a, there's politicians who just say, oh, we should kick them all in the head. We should beat them till they're unrecognizable. Just stuff that, like, you, you would imagine you wouldn't even say about your worst enemy in some cases. And they're just like, it's just casual conversation. It's crazy. Yeah, and here's a, a good one from... Uh, Let's see here. A speech, the current minister of justice, Ayelet Shaked, which says, what's so horrifying about understanding that the entire Palestinian people is the enemy. They are all enemy combatants and their blood shall be on all their heads. Now this also includes the mothers of the martyrs who send them to hell with flowers and kisses. They should follow their sons. Nothing would be more just. They should go as should the physical homes in which they raised the snakes. Otherwise, more little snakes will be raised there. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Hey, Go ahead. My, sorry, my favorite, my favorite quote here is from Miri Regev, current minister of culture and sport. I am happy to be a fascist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, so you can tell the people in Israel do not speak very highly of Palestinians. Um, but there's two stories around this I kind of wanted, I think pertain to our podcast we can kind of talk about. First being uh, that our our homeboy, Andrew Yang, has kind of put his foot in his mouth a little bit. Um, Andrew Yang, for anybody who was out of the loop last year, was a person who sincerely ran for president of the United States of America, and his whole thing was universal basic income. He was like, hey, you know, we should have it. $1,000 a month, whatever. Um... His other policies, not so good, but he had that one, and people really stuck to it. And so he tweeted, I I don't have the tweet on hand because it's just crazy, but basically his whole tweet was just like, I stand with Israel. They they deserve to have their peaceful times, and they, they, you know, they should get the uh, Palestinians out of their, out of their land. And it was understandably uh, met with (laughs) some criticism. Especially since he was he was about to hand out like free food at a, a an Eid cer- ceremony, I believe, mm-hmm. which is a you know Muslim holiday that is still going on or just ended. I can't remember. I'm not an expert on that, obviously. Um, and then people were like, "Andrew Yang, you're a shithead. Why on earth would you say that?" And now I haven't heard from him since. I actually haven't. I haven't heard uh, what what happened to him. I, I think he kind of. <clears throat> kind of went silent on that one he's probably sitting down with his pr people like oh, 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 how do i fix this 
<laughs> yeah, his PR people are probably two interns he found on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Who have one laptop like, to share. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, Andrew Yang is, he, he was banking on the idea that in America for so long, like, support of Israel was just, like, assumed that you would support Israel. And uh, it's not anymore, it turns out. Now there's a lot of people who are getting more and more fucking to use t- use the word woke about things and are realizing what's going Everyone on. Everyone went out and watched Falcon and Winter Soldier and now they're all woke. <laughs> okay, oh come on. Like, what happened to me was when I was in college, my first, before I even like, it was like the orientation for college, right? Before we even fucking start classes, I had a, a, a meeting wherein <clears throat> one of the people there was an Israeli. Uh, she was just out of the military in, a, uh, in Israel. IDF, correct? IDF, yeah, yeah. She was an IDF soldier because they have a universal prescription in Israel. So if you live in Israel, you're going to fight with, with a few uh, exceptions. And we were so like impressed with the fact that we were talking to a not only a, a military person but a foreign military person. I was not very smart back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, still not. I was about to say and, so uh, much has changed. Yeah, I know, right? And uh, she was describing how one time she and her squad were on patrol and they started taking fire. And I was like, oh, crap. So you guys were in an actual firefight. She was like, yeah. And we had to fall back. And one of our guys was injured. And, um, and I said, damn, he got shot. And she said, oh, no, she, he, he was hit by a, a rock. And I was like, wait, they were throwing rocks at you and shooting? And she said, no, it was all just rocks. And I said, so wait, you had guns and were shooting at people who were throwing rocks. She said, oh, yeah, they were Palestinian like teenagers. And I was like what and then i later went on to do research what was happening and realized that it's not what yeah you're talking to a war criminal right yeah yeah. oh shit you're talking to a person who's taking part in a generations-long genocide yeah unfortunately she was uh to pardon my language here smoking hot so that was a a consideration as well that's their strategy that's what they do they send the space exactly Seth? huh what group are we talking about Israelites. Israelis, whatever they're called. Israelites? Whatever they're called. That's what they call in the Bible, right? I don't know. Are they even in the Bible? I have no idea. Um, But yeah, that's what they do. They send all the hot ones over here. That's their strategy. Because then they're like, you can't get mad at hot people. You just can't. (laughs) And they're... Sadly, they're kind of right. So, you know, they they really figured that one out. Um, So, yeah. Um... That is so crazy, though. She was just like, I had a gun down some kids in the street because they were throwing rocks at me. Uh, yeah, I was just like, it was so surprising that I had to like, stop talking. I was like, I can't continue the conversation because it was like a group of people talking to her. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm, I'm out. I don't know what to say anymore. Oh, my God. Um, like, I expected an actual <clears throat> firefight. They had like guns or whatever. Nope, just kids throwing rocks at them because they were in their homes. Like they were on their street fucking with them. And while while Andrew Yang was tweeting in support of Israel, um, incredibly popular video game review site IGN was tweeting out um, a message in support of Palestine and even gave out some links to charities that you could donate to to help Palestinians. Gamers rise up. Yes. And then um, this was met back with criticism by IGN Israel. Um, and you know the weird thing is, up until a couple of days ago, I did not realize that every time I read a game review, it was ranked on how how well or how positively it uh, portrayed the Hamas. And I was like, oh, I've been reading IG in Israel this whole time. Damn. But IG in Israel was like, 
by the way, we don't support that at all. And then within like a couple of hours, that IGN tweet had been taken down by the, the North American IGN headquarters. Um, which just shows you that the, the money doesn't stop. No. The money does not stop. It's so sad that it's so hard to talk about this issue because it plays into so many anti-Semitic stereotypes like, you know, Jews control the media and shit like that. But really, it's just capitalism. Like, yeah. these companies are invested in Israel. Israel offered them, you know, places to invest to make money off of them. And so they then protect Israel's image. And they wield that as a weapon against criticism like this. Not even criticism. No. Support of people, of kids being, of like, trying to stop kids from getting murdered. It's insane. Yeah. And just so you know, everyone on this call, our hands are, you know, tacitly dirty because North we, we have some stat here. North Carolina and Georgia have both given well over $80 million worth of weapons. Uh, Georgia a little bit more, just by the way. Yeah. Um, just so I, I can feel asleep at night. Um, of weapons to Israel. And that's, there's no, there's a one-to-one correlation there as to why our media is going to portray them so, so um, positively. Um, there's no, you're inquisitive. What's going on? No, sorry. I saw something weird. Okay. Um, but yeah, so anyone who thinks that we're, that the U.S. is supporting Israel because the Israelis are right and just are crazy because it's all because of money, because you can read these quotes, the way they talk about people, you can look at the money that's going there, you can look at all the facts, and you'll know that Israel, not the coolest place, I'm going to say. Mm. Yeah, not mm. great. And just so we're clear, people always talk about, like, today, y'all, you want to see something infuriating, you should look at the IDF Twitter, because they have a Twitter, and they'll respond to you sometimes if you talk to them. But today, they tweeted out the bomb or missile emoji for every single missile that was fired at Israel, from whatever. And here's the thing. Most of those missiles that are being fired by Hamas are unguided and pretty shitty weapons that are pretty easily shot down by Israel's Iron Dome defense system. Like, most missiles don't make it through. They're not targeted at buildings. They're not targeted at people. They're just fired randomly at Israel to, like, you know, provoke them, essentially. It's not the same as Israel's guided fucking weapon systems destroying the building that the fucking Associated Press and Al Jazeera operate out of. Yep. Al Jazeera's building was taken down. And it's crazy because it's like, have y'all seen what's going on, what they're saying in Israel now about this? No. They're saying they did it because Hamas had an intelligence unit inside their building. Yo, you mean the news? Okay, cool. (laughs) That is so crazy. That the Associated Press and Al Jazeera, two very respected uh, you know, news organizations, did not know that a Hamas hideout was in their building. We just did. They didn't know that. Yeah, obviously. So let's just burn the whole building down. Apparently, hit them with fucking bombs from an F sixteen is what they did, and blew up the whole fucking. They gave them warning, you know, get out, you know, before we do this, and then blew it up. And it's just like, and here's the thing: all that is is cover for what's coming next, which is going to be ground. They're going to gun people down on the street. They're going to once the media can't show it anymore, the genocide will begin. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I'm actually pretty concerned that in the next couple of months we are going to, I mean, we're actually going to have a, a, you know, hand over fist genocide going on in Israel and no one's going to talk about it because it'll, one, never be filmed 
And two, we will be too embroiled in the the money of it all to even talk about it. Yeah, that's that's my that's what I think is going to happen. And we're not. There's not going to be any intervention. Who's going to stop? I mean, who's going to who's going to go in there and do anything? There were some folks hoping there'd be another Six Days War. In case you don't know, there was a war in the '70s called the Six Days War, where several different um, Arabic nations attacked Israel at the same time, and Israel uh, was pushed very far, almost out of the country entirely, and they fought back and won because the West, of course, came in and supported them, and we helped. Um, and so there was some there was some idea maybe this would happen again, but really none of the neighbors uh, of Palestine are any any position to fight and to help out the Palestinians. And plus, they know that they did. America's there to back up Israel. We're not going to stop helping them. Because B- Biden is just as, as happy to support fucking Bibi Netanyahu as Trump was. Simple as that. Obama did it. Bush did it. Clinton did it. They all supported Israel all the way back to the beginning. There, No one's going to support Palestine. We're their friend because they are... Israel, you got to understand, we don't give a shit about the Jews. We don't care about Jewish people. We're not trying to help them. Israel exists as an extension of American power in the Middle East. That is its only goal yeah. for existing. Yep. And, and here's one ironic thing. After the IGN state was taken down from IGN North America, guess who put it back up for a short time? Who? IGN South Africa. Oh. Really? Which is interesting because... Ironically, South Africa used to be one of the biggest allies of Israel of all time. And do you know why? Because they both knew they were apartheid nations. They had uh. oppressed minorities. We're not, we're not talking about the, the, the new government of South Africa. We're talking about the apartheid government of South Africa, the, yeah. the white government that you know oppressed the black population. That's who Israel was great friends with and who they got their nukes from, most likely. Because they won't tell you this. They won't say it out loud, but Israel has nukes. They've threatened to use them before. We know they have them. They clearly but, do. But on paper, they don't. <clears throat> they got from the South Africans. So, Israel, I don't know about y'all, but Seth, I mean, did you go to Sunday school very much? I mean, a little bit, yeah. I don't know how it was by the time that you got there, but I went to Sunday school. I remember being told when I was in Sunday school that Israel was the Holy Land, which, you know, clearly, of course, that's what they say, and that uh, the Muslims were trying to destroy it. And that the Jews were there to defend it and, and hold on to it. And it's just like, that's what I was taught in Sunday school. It's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty fucked up. And like I said, there's there in a couple of weeks, there might be some kind of blackout. And we might we might never see the results of what, what happens over there. And it's kind of weird because, you know, every time you talk to people these days, they're like, oh, everything's on tape now. Everything's recorded. Everything is online. And to an extent, you're right, but China has done it, and I'm sure Israel can do it. They have shown that there is a way to actually black out the internet. And the, th- the funny thing about it is once you do that, you can kind of just do anything you want, and no one's ever really going to know. And it can happen. Yep. Oh. I have a question, Marcus. Before all this happened, what did you know about Israel? Honestly, nothing. Because <laughs> I'm not <laughs> real with you. Like, Who did you think lived in Israel? No idea. Okay. Hey, I'm fine with that. I've, I've, I think a lot of times we go around and we kind of pretend we know like, stuff. I'm glad like you're I'm just out. now wrapping my head around like the dumb shit that's going on here at home. Uh-huh. So. That's true. <laughs> 
I have no idea what's going on outside of our fucking borders. Like, holy shit. Which is, of course, how, how they want us to be. Yeah. Right. That's true. Uninformed and stupid. Because yeah. it's easy to look at what's happening in Israel and, you know, assume that the Israelis are good, you know, if, if you're just yeah. you know, swallowing the mass media line. Oh, they're shooting rockets at innocent people. Like, they gotta stop them. And I'm like, it's not as simple as all that. Right. And I feel like if, if enough people knew about it, you could, you know, at least, like, fuck, I don't even know what you could do. Shit. No. I mean, at this point, there's people who know about it. And there's been, there's been protests here in America in support of Palestine. I have no idea what these people are hoping to accomplish by storming the streets in America. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's going to come down to military support. And America's going to support them militarily every time. Oh, yeah. I learned <coughs> about the existence of a new person because uh, of these protests. Uh, I think that she is some kind of, like, fashion model called Bella, Bella Hadid. Hadid. Yeah. yeah. She's apparently Palestinian, and she was marching in the streets uh, uh, supporting Palestine. Yeah, I saw that. And there was a lot of controversy on the internet because of that. Yeah. I mean, if she's Palestinian, then it makes sense. I mean, come on. Right. Um, and then AOC called Israel an apartheid state, and now people are calling her for her to be, like, expelled from Congress and shit for just saying what is a simple truth. I mean... Yeah. If you oh, no, people are... Heroes, people are mad at AOC and want her removed from Congress? <laughs> no. This is a first... Um, I know it's not a very novel observation, but it is so wild to me that the people who endured the Holocaust are the ones now perpetuating something similar on another group of people. Damn. It's just like, how do you go through that generational trauma without a better appreciation for what it can do to people? You know? Because you hear some of the things that Netanyahu says, and he's just, he's just, he's just basically talking like Hitler when it comes to the fucking the Palestinians. His name is Netanyahu? Bibi Netanyahu. I gotta say, that name does not command a lot of power. I'm sorry, my man, but Bibi Netanyahu is, like, one of the goons in Big Trouble Little China who just gets roundhouse kicked. Here's the crazy part. He's always under investigation for corruption. He's been under investigation for, like, 15 <laughs> years. He's been taken to fucking trial before as prime minister, and his party actually can't ever form a government. They're gonna have another fucking election soon because they can never form a government. And so they, they never actually win any elections. But they're still in power because of how their, their government works. That is so sad. It's just like, wow. They're, they're, they're like the far right party, too. Uh, there's, I think there's, there's further right parties than them in Israel. But they're the most farthest right that's, that's in power. And just somehow stay winning on technicalities. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I just imagine you're voting and you get a yellow card. Doesn't count. Sorry. <laughs> you wrote too fast. Well, here's the thing. Israel has very restrictive voting laws on who can vote. Like, you have to be, pre you pretty much have to be Jewish to vote, and you can't, like, it's restricted on, like, uh, on property stuff and citizen voting rights are, are, are restricted by, like, property stuff. It's so weird. Like, they have a, actually a very small group of people who can vote in the country. Most people are disenfranchised in, uh, in Israel. Wow. I, I, I want to know the verification system for whether you're Jewish or not. I want to I want to see that how they have that bio scanner running. Well, they track it very. Uh, I mean, they track your religion very very carefully in Israel. How? What do they do? I mean, they're registered when you're. I mean, it's it's not like a matter of of you know what you believe. It's a matter of your blood. Like you know. Oh okay. Judaism is both a religion and an ethnic group in a way. It's it's weird. 
Um, that's something that always confused me growing up about you. Because like when I when I was young, I knew that like Judaism was a religion. I knew that much. I knew that Yahweh was like the God or whatever. There, that's like the thing I knew. It was not until I learned. And in fact, I had already learned about the Holocaust, and I still didn't know that they were considered to be a race until much later in my life. Probably like like a little bit later in high school that I was like, oh, so they're also like a race. I was so I was confused. I'm still confused about it. I still don't really quite understand it. And what's really crazy is there are a lot of black Jews in Ethiopia, and they get treated yep. like dog shit in Israel. It's super racist towards them. Well, that's yep. ultra not cool. Also, Arabic Jews are not treated very very nicely in Israel as well. Who is treated nicely then? <laughs> like shit. White Jews, basically. Also, um, I'm not sure if y'all saw this or not, but um, there's a lot of people in India who support Israel for reasons. And the Israelis do not like Indians very much. Like, here's a. But they're still on their side. Saying, like, love from India, carry on, brother. This is recently. And an Israeli person responded back, take that love and put it in your ass. We don't need it. Um, Wow. Here's some Indian kids forming the Star of David, and the reply from a Jewish, or sorry, Jewish, Israeli person is, Dirty kids, even we have better child here in Tel Aviv. Do you think children of us will shake your hands with your smelly kids? Piss off from Tel Aviv. Are they trying to, like, win the Epstein Award for hottest kids? (laughs) Like, I don't understand what... What what the point of this is? We have the cleanest children here in Israel. Make us and your new Epstein Island. The oh, worst God. one is just a guy who, who posted the Indian flag next to the Israeli flag, saying India also supporting. And this person, an Israeli, responded back: "We Israelis don't need support of some dung bath scums and urine drinkers. Go worship your cows and please stop lifting our balls. It, for fuck's sake, stop ruining the image of our country by putting your flag with Israel." Clearly a JoJo's Shit. Bizarre Adventure viewer. Um, <laughs> thank you, so <laughs> It's coming around, folks. So yeah, Israel. I'm gonna go. In, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say not great for the world. And yeah, kind of yeah. sucks. What's it's too bad. This happened to, to these people. They've been taken in by fascists and turned into what they are because, I mean, it just sucks that happens to anybody, I guess. Yeah. Oh, but moving on, I did earlier, I, I dropped in a little uh, Epstein reference. That's because it kind of is going to Epstein plane us into the next topic pretty smoothly because we're going to talk oh. about Bill Gates. Um, as everyone knows, America's... America's sweethearts, America's power couple, who we talk about all the time, Bill and Melinda Gates, are separating, divorcing after how, you know, a bunch of years married, and people were really upset about it. I didn't give two shits, because the marriage of a bunch of rich people means literally nothing to me, but now it does, because there there's two things. One came out pretty, pretty soon after it was announced, is that M- Melinda Gates apparently... Um, how do you say it? She voiced some concerns about Bill Gates' ties with Jeffrey Epstein. She was mm-hmm. like, not cool, Bill. And then he was like, Microsoft. And I don't, I don't, I have no, <laughs> no idea how he talks. Um, Does he have fucking pokey? <laughs> Microsoft. M- Microsoft. <laughs> and so obviously, you know, if I'm Melinda Gates, 
I'll be like, I'd probably be a little worried too that he's hanging out with he hung out with Epstein guy. Mm-hmm. But then it comes out now that apparently he had a um, what I, from what I gather a less than consensual relationship with a person who with a younger person who worked at Microsoft, and that was one of the reasons that he left the board all those years ago was because they were scared that it was going to come to light and that the Me Too movement was going to hit Microsoft hard. Which obviously, if the Me Too movement hit Microsoft, we'd all be running on Linux right now. We would, we would all, you know, switch over fast. Um, yeah, if we have flying cars in a week and fusion power in a month, <laughs> exactly. stop using Windows. Exactly. I'd throw away my Zune. <laughs> um, I've never had. One. You know what? I'm gonna, I thought about this last week. I'm gonna do a real quick aside. I thought about this though. I was thinking about the Zune, and I was like, you know what Zune did before anyone fucking else. They did Spotify. Zune was the very first place where you could get a subscription monthly and you could listen to music, like a, like a bunch of artists and stuff, that you could you could stream it, which was very new back then, and you could like download the songs onto your Zune. And everyone was like, who the fuck is going to pay monthly for music? And the, the service failed so fast. And now what do we all do? We all fucking listen to Spotify all the time. So you make YouTube playlists and just listen to those? I do. I bet my computer. I'll listen. Actually, I still listen to Spotify. My computer. But I do listen to a lot of stuff that isn't on Spotify. I listen to on it on YouTube. Um. But yeah. So. Bill Gates, who honestly, I gotta say, a lot of these guys who come out as sex creeps, don't surprise me. Kevin Spacey, least of all. But man, I just it is so funny to me that Bill Gates is a sex creep. <laughs> isn't that so weird? Yeah, <laughs> he's just that rich nerd guy you grew up for a whole for so long. He was like, "Oh, the richest guy in the world." You always would say, "Oh, this guy has Bill Gates money," um, yeah. and he was just some stupid nerd guy, and now he's uh, and now he is a pedophile probably, and uh, maybe a non consensual sexer. I guess they call those rapists, but I don't, I don't know. Right. This this does go back to our old theory of. When you make enough money, you apparently just become a fucking child rapist. Or... Yeah, it's just your thing, apparently. It's like, what? I can buy someone to have sex with me? Okay. Yeah. I guess the whole idea is like, maybe it's the, it's the idea behind like the most dangerous game, how rich people want to hunt humans. Maybe it's also like, because that's like the thing you can't, you can't murder people. Like, no matter how rich you are, te- you know, in quotes, you can't murder people. Mm-hmm. But if there's an island where you can go and kill as many people as you want, that means you're tr- you've truly made it. So maybe that's the thing, maybe because the one thing you, he quotes, can't do, <laughs> why am I saying this, is have sex with kids. <laughs> so when you get rich enough, you're like, well, now I got to go to that island, because that's my most dangerous game. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Somebody else talk for a second. <laughs> I mean, if you want to have sex with a kid, just fly to Japan. The age of consent is 14 years old, so mm. go nuts. You know? It's like, go to oh, Thailand, go to Thailand and have sex with a kid. I'm sorry, y'all. Japan's right there. Smith, Smith, those those children are far too old. <laughs> you want the, you want the, I, you know, I can't. I, I, right, I let's, can't. Uh, let's move on. This can't be a thing. What's our next topic? Oh, How about oh. this? How about real quick? You know what? Being unexpected that Bill Gates cheated on his wife or whatever, or yeah. sex pest. Mm-hmm. How about when you find out that Stephen Hawking cheated on his wife with his nurse? What? That's right. That is game respects game right there. <laughs> that is incredibly impressive. Can you imagine? Just y'all. I no. know 
No, think about it for a second. How did he indicate to the nurse, let's fucking bone down? Also, what did it look like? I need details. I mean, imagine being Stephen Hawking's wife. And, like, you've stuck with this guy through all, like, like, you know, no offense to the guy, but, like, you've stuck with this guy. And some people wouldn't do it. Some people are not those kind of people. They would just be like, I'm out of here. You stuck with him, and you find out that he still (laughs) cheated on you. What? Oh God! I just want to know the biology. I does his dick get hard? I would love to know that. <laughs> did she stroke him off? Is or did it go further than that? Is what I want to know. If there's one thing I could know in life, that's what I would want to know. How does he bang? <laughs> exactly. I want a I first-hand account. Shit, but your dick does not like ha- have muscles in it. It's just a sack that fills with blood. So it's true. He still had blood. All the science says he still has blood. (laughs) I'm just saying. So that's a surprising one to me. Oh shit! That is that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I'm 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 gonna let you guys have your little moment real quick because there was a really funny um poll that happened among Japanese people last week, and they were they were asked specifically what Japanese anime. Would you most want to have a Hollywood live-action remake? And do either of you know what won the poll? Mm. None. <laughs> the top result was none. Awesome. I mean, and it's not even close. 456 votes for none. The next closest is 60 for Demon Slayer. Exactly. Oh, Beat it by a magnitude God. of, like, over 10. I am so happy, man. <laughs> None, because because I because they make a lot of live action like reiterations of anime. Some of them are alright, but most of them are weird. <laughs> so you mean, mean Japan does this, right? Yeah, because oh, what they had um, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> they had that. Uh, That's the The question action. is Hollywood making right like the Death Note. Would be, right. would be Hollywood's one. Great film. But still, that's that's just another reason to stop yeah. doing that it. Is, anime that sure. is my new bit now, is I'm only going to watch the live-action version of animes, and people talk oh. to me about anime. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to them for as long as possible before they realize that I'm talking about the live-action version. No. That's going to be my thing from now on. Yeah, they're like, oh, did you like Death Note? I'm like, yeah, 140 minutes. I'm, I'm down. That's great. I'm <laughs> in and out. Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. That guy that was in everything from fucking Kong Skull Islands there? Fantastic. Yeah. I'm in it. Keith Sanville? <laughs> Love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> These people are like, what the? Because I, I bet some of them haven't even seen the live action one. So they're just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Right. Yeah. What? They're like, they're like, he's Stanfield voice somebody in the yeah. fucking dub? What's and going I, on? My other thing is I only talk about the game Monster Hunter from watching the movie Monster Hunter. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, but boy. Oh, me neither. I don't, I, 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 also, I don't watch the movie. I just talk about it through the trailer. <laughs> I just watch the trailer for everything. It didn't look good to me. Right. Oh. Um... But yeah, I do love that they're just like, don't let Hollywood have any more of our things. Right. Yeah, I I, I love that too. And we got Cowboy Bebop on on the horizon. That's happening. But I'm going to ask you two, and this time you have to choose what anime would get a Hollywood live-action remake. What would you go for? 
Movie or TV show? Either. Like, you like our version. We make a movie or a TV show out of it. You get to pick if it's a show okay. or a, a movie. Ooh. All right. Um. <laughs> okay. I, w- mm-hmm. I would go for Gundam Wing and they have to make a trilogy movie. <laughs> well, there's a Gundam movie coming out. They're making one. Yeah. Oh, Adam Goddard is writing it. But no, they have to use the original Gundam Wing dialogue. No changing this, all right? I want the same dumb motherfuckers and their dumb fucking lines. Don't change anything, please. Mm -hmm. As for my answer... Go ahead, Marcus. Sorry, do you want to expand? No, no, you go ahead. As for my answer, I am putting it on America to make an, an adaptation not of anime, but of a manga. And that is Dungeon Meshi Delicious and Dungeon. Make that a fucking anything because it deserves an anime. And if we can't get that, make it a movie, a TV show. I don't give a fuck. Just put it visually somewhere. I want it. Okay. What's that about? It's about a group of adventurers in a dungeon, and they have to learn how to eat monsters. And there's a lot of cooking in there, and it's it's and, and there's character growth, and it's good. All right, you guys want my fun. answer? Okay, I would say that Netflix gets to make an 80 minute JoJo Bizarre Adventure, and it's the entire it's all the show in 80 no. minutes. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's all parts, huh? Yeah, and the cast uh, will be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And Owen Wilson. And that's the whole cast. <laughs> they play every part. There's very few women in JoJo, but even women, huh? Oh, they play, they play women, too. Yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt. What about Avdol? Which one gets to play Avdol? Who's Ass Doll? <laughs> He's like the only black guy in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Wait, no, no, Owen Wilson. Easy. Uh, Put him in blackface. Oh god. Yeah, why not? It's it. 80 minutes. Who's going to even notice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that character's going to get cut. <laughs> also, I just want to say I've recently been rewatching the show Community. Yeah. And Netflix removed the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yeah. It's not in all, there. All the services that have Community were required to remove the Dungeons and Dragons episode. What a travesty. Yeah. It's one of those things where they, they threw all context out of the window. They're just like, if a person ever paints themselves black, we have to remove it because it, it contact like the thing about a lot of shows that have some kind of black first of all that's not even a blackface scene that is a man no, trying to play not. a dark elf and being dumb that's like the whole right. point of that joke the other shows that got these blackface episodes taken down the point is that the people doing it are stupid and wrong and probably really racist <laughs> and but the context didn't matter they were just like done yeah, the the joke is not that, that they did blackface, haha. It's that it's like these guys are fucking morons. They're putting yeah. on blackface. I like all what the Lethal Weapon episodes of It's Always Sunny. It's like <laughs> the people in It's Always Sunny are bad. If you want to remove all the episodes of them being bad, delete the show. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why, why that doesn't matter. Why is the very first episode of the show where Charlie says the N word still up then? Yeah. Why mm. is that a thing? You know, what the, although the funniest and like kind of most tragic thing about those Lethal Weapons episode is there's that one where they're playing basketball, and when they filmed it, Rob McElhenney got injured playing. They had to rush him to the hospital in blackface. Oh. <laughs> they didn't have time to remove the man. 
God, why didn't they record him? <laughs> Can you so imagine sad. the looks, the reactions? Dude, it'd be so funny. I'm sorry. It's so funny. I'm sorry. It's like we, it's like we, our culture, I hate to say it, uh, went kind of crazy there for a while with certain things. And yeah. it's just like, I don't know, man. It's, it reminds me of that fucking woman who was saying that she couldn't laugh at the boondocks because she's not black. And I'm like, it's a cartoon show. Just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Just so you can't, you can't laugh at the Chappelle show because you're not black. It's like, what are you talking about? This is crazy. I had, I was looking at a, a tweet to talk about and on the side, it was like, it was like updating the newest stories. Netflix is going to make a short film out of the anime Berserk. <gasps> brand, just freaking freaking brand new news right here. Brand, Marcus is hot a off Berserk the guy. You are? I mean, I don't know why, especially like if they're going to like censor it cuz a lot of awful shit happens in Berserk. We'll, we'll see. It's, it's a short film, so we'll see if they even have time to do all that. We'll see. Right. They can do whatever they want. It's Netflix, right? Yeah. Netflix, right. maybe. It's I mean, the internet. to be fair, in Berserk, there's a rape horse. Sorry. That might get cut. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was... What? Sorry. No, go back. What was the word uh-huh. you said? <laughs> Wait, guys, like a, like a racehorse? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, a no. rape horse. What do you mean? An Epsteed? Yes. An <laughs> <laughs> Fucking episode title. God damn it. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, Berserk has a lot of awful shit in it. Okay. So. Well, see what they do. Curious to. Yeah, exactly. It's coming out in autumn of this year, apparently. Wow. So, but is it an animated short film or a live action short it film? Is my question. Does not say. It just says short film, but we'll see. I, I feel guess. like it'll be easier if it's animated. Because I heard the last Berserk anime series looked like dog shit, and I've seen some clips that did look like. Didn't dog Didn't Netflix shit. produce the, or didn't they? They published the Berserk anime. It's not um, on there right now. I don't think. Oh, I thought it was at one point. Maybe I'm wrong. It was it was definitely on Crunchyroll though. I don't know who published okay. it, but interesting. Ooh. It looked bad. Yeah, they they did the three D characters and that was some some bad moments. That's wrong. Did everyone break their hands? They can't draw anymore. They use all these computers <laughs> for stuff. I Is mean, that what happened? Are just faster. You know, no, quicker to get to the money. You know. Well, what I've heard is that there's so much demand. Oh yeah. Uh, to expand into both, I mean, into America, but also to like every part of the world now. And there's so many people who want more shows that they're having to resort to using computers to do more stuff because they just can't fucking do it all fast enough. Yeah, can't draw that fast, bro. Which is, I mean, a good problem to have, I guess, from a marketing stand or business standpoint, but not so much from, from a quality of quality. The work standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. And I've heard that the working conditions in, in, in anime studios are terrible. Oh, yeah. Like. 80-hour weeks are not uncommon. 100-hour yeah. weeks. Like, like Rockstar Crunch year-round. Uh, yeah, I heard that you just kind of live with the work. Like, you don't really do much else. I always wondered, like, especially for artists, because I hear a lot of it in the art world is that people get overworked. Um, is where do they even have time to look? Because, like, a big part of any kind of art is, like, inspiration. And if you literally work, like, to the bone every day, when do you even get time to get inspired to, like, to you know, come up with new shit, you know? 
It's, it's crazy. There's actually a joke about it. There's this show. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. I don't watch it on there. It's called Mythic Quest. It's got Rob McElhenney in it. It's about like a video game studio. Um, it's an okay show. It's, it's also got uh, Danny Pudi from Community. Um, it, it's a funny show. But there's a, there's a, in season two, there's this ongoing joke. There's like the art department and they always, the developers or like the head of the studio will always come in there and be like, Hey, we need you to make this much art by like this time. And they're all just like, and they're like, Hey, you know, just throw it together. And they're like, you do know that we have to do painstaking work for hours on ends, mostly skipping meals and not seeing our families to get the job done. And then they're just like, yeah, cool. You, you got it. See you tomorrow then. And <laughs> like it it constantly comes up where they need the art department to do something and they're just like once they're like, oh, let me go FaceTime my children so I can see them for the first time in a week and it's like, wow. It is really it's like it's like obviously a tongue in cheek way to kind of make fun of like crunch and uh video games. But it is also just kind of depressing that that is kind of the state of it. And I just don't know when these artists have time to to breathe, like creatively or literally. Um so yeah. I don't know. That's so kind, of, kind of a like, sad reality. Like I think probably in this podcast, at least, Marcus, maybe you have a different opinion, but the Studio Trigger is probably our favorite studio because all the stuff they've made that's so good. Oh yeah, like, uh, Kill a so, Kill and uh, Little yes. Academia and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. a lot of people that did Girl and Lagan went on to make that, which I think is still the greatest anime of all time. Best anime. But I've heard <laughs> that the 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 working conditions at that other company they were at called. Gainax was Gainax. so bad that they had to like make their own studio, which is <clears throat> damn. Yeah, I've seen like pictures of like the the desks of some of these like anime uh, artists, and it's just first of all your desk is small, but also it's massive because you just have piles of paper, crumpled up paper, new assignments, and you're just like have a, you have just enough space to draw basically, and it's yeah. it can get really really rough. So yeah, I don't know. More power to them for getting the work done, but man, does it it must suck to to have to live like that. I'll say this: I found a weird thing recently. Um, I was looking for uh, for pictures, like art, for a, a thing I was going to do. I needed to find like reference images, and I found this anime called Radiant. Mark, have you ever seen this one? This one called Radiant. Mm-hmm. It's on. You seen this? Do I've you know where it comes it. from? I do not. It's I'm not s- a manga that it comes from. It's a Monfra. Ooh, cool. A that French, French manga. Hey, I was right. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, how do you get on this game? How, how do we get a how do we get an American manga like like system going? Well, they here? will be called magas. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> you got to stop with the fucking t- puns, Seth. Because well, here's what I want to know: if I'm if Monfra is from France, does that mean that manga is from Japan? I don't understand. <laughs> Why is- What's the last word, Jay? I'll defer to Marcus on this question. <laughs> I, I also have no idea. Here's my question, listeners, because I've never figured it out. Why do we call it Japan and they call themselves Nippon? Who's right? Can't we both be right? <laughs> like, we call Germany Germany. They call themselves Deutschland. Why is this allowed? Who is correct? What is the name of the fucking country? Yeah, but people from Germany are still called Germans, though, right? And the language is still called German. So. Do, do they call German Dutch? Like, or is Dutch another language? Deutsch. Deutsch. Different from Dutch. Yeah, it's just Deutsch. Oh. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? I mean, that's what they're saying when they say that. 
like, are you talking, speaking German? So who, hey guys, this is my fucking, this is my Twilight Zone X-Files <laughs> shit right here. Why are we calling each other names? Who's got the right name? Wait, wait, there's a red dot in your forehead. Wait oh God, oh no! <laughs> Oh. oh man! But <laughs> so <sighs> anime, so good, guys. I love it. Um, so good. Seth has not watched a single bit of it yet, but he has told me he wants to start watching Mob Psycho 100. Yes. Because the way I told myself, I'm going to watch an anime. I was going to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but then I was like, if I watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you guys win, and I can't have that. <laughs> I honestly would rather. I'd rather die than you guys win, honestly. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what do you mean? What were your brothers? So man? I am going to watch Mob Psycho 100 because it's certified fresh in my mind because it's made by people who did One Punch Man. Yeah, and yeah. that's awesome. my thing. Also, I got a I have beef with Crunchyroll real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I went on. I clicked on Mob Psycho 100. It says there's 145 videos. I'm like, man, this is a long ass show. But no. <laughs> It's because they have each thing categorized by the, the language that it's dubbed in or subbed yep. in. And I'm like, guys. And they count all those episodes together. Like, and like, when, I, and even when, you do, like when you do the drop down, it's like a chunk of like season one in with different subs and dubs and another chunk of like season two ones. Sometimes they're a little interspersed. And I'm like, can't you guys just have it where it, you just click on the episode and then you do the options that show you? Like, isn't that what every other streaming service in the fucking world does? <laughs> Why can't yeah. Crunchyroll figure that out? <laughs> Funimation does that, at least. Right. Yes. It's weird, because Crunchyroll has, like, updated their app on the or their app on the computer, and it's a lot better, but there's still those little things that, that yeah. are just frustrating. I'm just like... It's like, have you it. guys never looked at another streaming service? Like, you, you already have the template, like... <laughs> Just copy Netflix. I really honestly wonder if Netflix has some kind of incredible ironclad patent on their UX. Because honestly, if they don't, I do not understand why you wouldn't copy it. People, yeah. It's not like people are going to be like, oh, I'm, uh, uh, I'm just going to use Netflix because everyone's copying them. No, if you have stuff you want to watch, so just go watch it there. Like, you know, whatever, if your price is right or whatever. But make it work. Netflix still has by far the best video player of anyone on the market. The best UX. Just copy. Have you tried watching something on Amazon Prime? It is excruciating, especially if you're watching yeah. it on a TV with like pause and like change settings. It's absolutely terrible. Same thing with HBO. HBO has no right. People have been paying for HBO for 20, 30 years now. They have no right to have a bad user experience. <laughs> no, no right at all. Um, but theirs is maybe the worst next to Amazon's. I don't know. I don't know why people don't just do what Netflix does. It, it's just it seems like the 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 winning move. It just goes to show you that the way capitalism's working now, no one has any incentive to move forward hey. to make improvements. Capitalism sucks for everything. There we go. Now we're back on track. <laughs> Here's what frustrates me, by the way, specifically okay. about watching anime online, is that. Multiple streaming services have the same stuff on them, right? Yep. 
But like Crunchyroll has dub has subs and Funimation has dubs. So if you want to watch things, you have to watch it in, on a fucking different platform just to see the content you're looking for. And it frustrates me to no end. Netflix ain't sharing their shit with somebody else. You know, you're on Netflix, you're on nothing. Like that's how it works. So if you're on, you're on Amazon Prime, you're on Amazon Prime. So it's like I know that Crunchyroll and Funimation are, are fusing. What's that word I'm looking for? Merging. Merging at some point. Yeah, they're doing the fusion dance and becoming one. It'd be a very uh, anime thing to do. Yeah, crunch, crunchimation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just so frustrating that I have to go through different services to watch different things that that are that are on two separate services at the same time. Why? But Crunchyroll has dubs. I, I have Mob Psycho 100 pulled up with a dub. Yeah, but if you want to watch like the dub as it's being made week by week, it's on uh, Funimation. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it depends on which show. Some some are different, but yeah, most shows you can watch on both, and the dubs are only on Funimation as they come out. Because I'm a dubs man. I love the the English dubs because I want to eventually look at my phone or something, and also I think the voice actors are pretty good. Subs are king. <coughs> Marcus, you would say that. I I would. I did. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't hate subtitles. I'll watch subtitles. I've watched anime with subtitles happening right now. But if I if there's a choice of watching a dub version, I will watch the dub version because I'm my brain is 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 bad. Your brain is bad. <laughs> when he said he's watching an anime sub right now, he means it. I can see it on his other TV. He's watching it as we record and reading the subtitles the entire time. I'm watching. I'm watching this show called um, High School DXD. Yeah, Marcus said it was really good. That is a joke, people. I am not watching that fucking garbage. <laughs> Absolutely not. Never will. Ben, when you make the next theme song, can you clip him saying I'm watching that so we can have it forever? Thank you. What's funny is um, I also recommended what was that show, Smith? Uh, Monster Monster Monsume? Yeah, you did. Which I uh-huh. didn't expect you to watch at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> boy, boy, did you watch that one? mistake that i made for sure you know what though in retrospect the show isn't actually that bad until the harpy shows up and then it's god fucking awful that's when it gets to be like what the fuck am i watching right now are you serious and how are you okay with this marcus because because i'm not trying to fuck a bird no, 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 no fucking a bird would be superior to what's happening in this fucking show I would rather someone fuck a bird than fuck a bird child. Mm, I see. I see. Yeah. Well, I'm, so, not, I'm not trying to fuck a bird or a child. So uh-huh. this combination means nothing to me. So right. I can sit back and laugh. I'm like, ha, ha. Okay. So sure. after I watch Mob Psycho 100, I think my next project is going to be Boruto. I've heard really good things about that one. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, well, ha- so, have yeah. fun, buddy. Exactly. I played one of the Naruto video games. I feel like I know that one well enough. I'll just go straight to Boruto, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, might as well watch Berserk while you're at it. You've got movie or a show, so. Do they both tell the same story? Yes. Okay, you'd think about that. Sounds weird, but okay. I did. I did. But the movie looks superior. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the animation is good. Well, that's good. Instead of bad. Well, this is the, that's, this is the show. that sounds bad. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why'd you make it bad, guys? No, Couldn't you make the animation good? <laughs> but after the movies, you'll have to return to the show if you want more story. <laughs> I probably and won't, that's when it gets to bad. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and you read the manga, Seth. They're saying, you know, you're fucking reading the manga on some sketchy yeah. website. 
exactly. And how much it's so funny to me because like we talked about this in person is that like manga is like the best selling comics around the world. Like even in America, it's the best selling comics, which is so weird because I don't know a single person who pays for it. Everyone I know reads yeah. it online on like weird Russian websites for free. <laughs> well, you know, when I was first getting into it, I I I ran over to Barnes and Noble, bought a few manga. Before, I remember going to Marvel and watching the guys who would just read manga on the floor for three hours and never buy anything. That's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> but like, you go to Barnes and that manga section is fucking huge. It's huge, yeah. It must be selling because there's so much of it in there, and there's new shit. Right. They, they they stock it regularly, I probably more than back, any other section. I remember back when manga was just like one small like section in Barnes and Noble, and now and it has more space there. than the fucking comic books do. Yeah, boy. It's weird, man. But like, but like, like you said, Seth, who's buying it? Like, you would think, oh, maybe high school students. No, they're more fucking plugged in than I am to fucking find a pirate shit. So yeah. who's buying this shit? Is it older people? Old weebs, sixty-year-old oh, yeah. <laughs> weebs are funding the manga market with their retirement checks. <laughs> Japan, Japanimationers. Before the word anime existed, there was Japanimation. Is that really a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. Hey. Learn something every day. There's a there's a comic book shop in um in Atlanta that still has Japanimation up in the window. Like you can get Japanimation here. I love it. That's cool. That's cool. Good throwback. I like that. Good portmanteau. I love a portmanteau. Don't we all? How do you so come up with that word, portmanteau? <laughs> I have a question for you, Seth. Yes. I think we talked about it last time on the podcast, but how are you liking uh, Returnal? It's incredible. I beat the second boss finally. Um, I'm on the third boss now. Um, yeah, it's game of the year easily so far. Unless unless Deathloop blows it out of the water, I think this game is just gonna take it for me. It's in, it's incredibly fun. Every, there's all these cool little systems you learn every time you you once you open up the movement system in the game, you just zip around combat and. I got into this bad um, streak where I was just, like, restarting runs whenever I took too many hits. Then I realized you don't have to do that. You you can really come back in a run. One of my best runs so far has been one that I went drastically low in HP, and I was just able to get stuff back, and I was able to get good items and good stuff, and I was able to take it all the way to the, to the boss. So um, I think it really it does really reward um, – it, re- it rewards a certain amount of patience and aggression and – uh, what's the word? I guess persistence. Like continuing to play the game and not giving up in those small scenarios actually can be very rewarding in the end. So I really like it for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm still stuck on second boss. Um, I got him down to like so close on my first attempt, and uh, it demoralized me when I uh, when I lost. But uh, I'm gonna go back. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker. Because yeah. it's a it's a crazy ass. It's boss. A very I, the thing about the bosses so far is like, all the bosses have three phases. The first two phases are. Like, they're, they're difficult, but they're very much manageable as far as boss fight standards. And then the third phase, they're like, well, guess what? Fuck you for trying. I'm going to beat your ass real quick. <laughs> oh, and that's what they do. Oh, no. They they are incredibly difficult in that last section, every boss so far. My ass did get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough. Straight up millennials. You know us. <laughs> Always eating ass. <laughs> Marcus, are you playing anything besides Genshin Impact? Listen, just... Just make Genshin Impact a part of my routine now, okay? Okay. Stop, we're, we're, stop we know that. We said anything Genshin besides Impact. Genshin Impact. Yeah. I have been using my VR headset. Okay. I just bought 
The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Okay. It's it's fun. It's nice. It's fucking terrifying. Because you're, you're like some, like, tourist who's visiting this flooded place and there's zombies everywhere. So you meet people, you complete missions and stuff. But at a particular time in the day, some bell in, like, the city town rings and it just riles up all the zombies. So it basically triples the amount of zombies that are in the area. And they're just, if they see you, they're coming for you. So if you had to deal with like one or two before, six, seven zombies. Yeah. Also resource management. So if you don't have the bullets, tough shit, buddy. You've got a screwdriver and a broken scissor. That's cool. I do like it. Any other VR games have been exciting? Um, I also have, what was it? What was it? I told you about Super High. Yeah, Half Life Alex. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind I of finally, game. yes, I finally started playing that. It is so fucking good. Like, it's one of those like VR games where they clearly took time to think of all the things you would want to do. You can I'm, like dry I'm, erase. You can do the dry erase markers. Yeah, yeah. Dry erase markers. Uh, you feed like a weird ass bug. I found a construction helmet. And the first thing I tried to do was put it on my head. It fucking works. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Nice. Yeah. So I'm running around. Head crabs coming after me like, ha dumbass. <laughs> Wait, that works? <laughs> I mean, you still take damage. But, you know. Who cares? It, it, it's cool. It, yeah. It's, it's so fucking cool. Nice. So whoever designed, like, all the hand movements and things you can interact with, they're geniuses. Yeah. Valve, make more games, please. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, those those are the two games I've been playing. Nice. Nice. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah, nice dude. Anything else, boys? Uh, <clears throat> I don't play Resident Evil 8. Still working on that, getting that done. It's a, a terrifying but fun game. Uh, it's getting more towards uh, it's turning more like Resident Evil 4 towards the end um, it's getting more action you're getting like better guns and shit and uh, getting kind of wild <laughs> with some of the combat encounters that show up I was more used to Resident Evil 7 when I was running and peeing my pants all the time but now I'm like I have a machine gun motherfucker like let's do this yeah. that's cool so it's definitely a change in tone nice other than that, though, I have not been uh, playing any other games. I played a little Returnal, like I said, got a second boss and almost got his ass down, but um, not quite there yet. Hell One yeah. These days. All, All right, was right. well, that an episode? I think that's it. That's what we do. All right, well, I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Part Time Pretzel. Uh, and I'm. Or I guess you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches, and I also occasionally do art for the podcast. Where's Samurai Shamu? Next next time we're here, he'll be here. Nice. Our theme song was by, done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before. He has his own podcast called Southern Spat, and I want to talk about wrestling like from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck is real. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, fuck is real more like don't real? Sorry, <laughs> isn't real. And also fuck capitalism for uh, 
literally all of life problems. All of life's problems. Here we go. All right. Uh, we have stop trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Illinois Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.